The Communicast presents... Welcome everyone to Tamarelic Adventures, a show bringing you all things Elder Scrolls. I am your host, Eric, or Sulior, and today, normally with this being the first lore episode of the show, I would want to talk about kind of a creation story. However, with everything going on in the world today, I thought it'd be a little bit more appropriate to talk about the deadly diseases that have just completely ravaged Tamriel over the years. But before we get to that, there are a couple of bits of news. Today, the Jester Festival is going on, and I have done a little bit of that, but we'll get to that more when we get into the gameplay. There have been a couple of anniversaries or birthdays in the past week or so that I've since I've given you an episode Oblivion turned 14 on March 20th and the game that started it all Arena turns 26 on the 25th so happy birthday to Oblivion and Arena and uh so let's get into a little bit of my gameplay. If you had listened to my other show, Nintendo, uh, go listen to them. If you haven't, go listen to my other show that I do with Durka. Um, you will know that I took down my first dragon, which was quite exhilarating. Dragons in Elder Scrolls Online are a little bit different than the ones in Skyrim. They're more world bosses, and you will not be able to solo a dragon. Just, no. You can't do it. It's it's insane. So I did that, and then I continued on with the... the... Uh, elsewhere story with my high elf character but then i felt like i was neglecting my dunmer character and uh fun fact dunmer are my favorite race out of all of them um once i played through morrowind i just i really enjoyed dunmer so typically that's my go-to race when i play so, um, my Dunmer character is in Vardenfell, or was in Vardenfell, not anymore. I finished the Vardenfell Marwin storyline. I completely played through that in the last few days. I've had lots of time to get into it, and I thought the Vardenfell story was fantastic. Um, as you know, I am a big fan of Morrowind. It wasn't at first, but once I got the hang of it, I absolutely fell in love with the story of Morrowind. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I have played through the Vardenfell story of Elder Scrolls Online. Great story. If you don't have it, go pick it up. I did notice that Vardenfell in Elder Scrolls Online is quite a bit smaller than it's portrayed in Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, but 
that's okay. I didn't feel like spending days on end just traveling from one place to another because you do have to run around quite a bit. But that is about it as far as gameplay. I'm devoting more time to solidifying my crafting skills with all of my characters. I've got six characters. Um, starting to get into provisioning more cooking food. I'm pretty good on the equipment crafting, but provisioning, I, I'm still not getting into enchanting or um, let's What's the other one? The uh, alchemy. I've never been a big fan of alchemy. I probably should because I need health potions quite a bit, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I said earlier that I've been doing the Jester Festival quests. Those are, those, are, those are good fun. You just go around pranking people and you earn like pies that you can throw into people's faces. You can use event tickets to get uh, styling items. Uh, one, The one thing I did spend equipment tickets on is a um, Spectre Ederic, I think is how you pronounce it. They're deer looking things. It's So it's basically a ghost one of those that's smaller. And that's been fun. It's a non-combat pet. So, But there's plenty of stuff you can spend event tickets on. These events um, are repeatable so you can keep winning event tickets you can only hold 12 at a time which is kind of annoying but it just wants you to get in there and do them and spend your event tickets but yeah that's really about it as far as my gameplay now let's get into the deadly diseases and there's tons of diseases in the Elder Scrolls lore. Uh, a lot of them don't really do much. Things like ataxia, they they just affect your stamina and things like that. Strength and dexterity. Um, there's <laughs> there's one called Kaliwobbles, which is uh, another minor. Well, it says it's serious, but it it's effect it affects your strength, endurance, and mobility. And most of these don't really do a whole lot. Um, like they may affect your personality or something like that. So people know, people aren't willing to share information with you as much. Um, yeah, there's there's tons of minor diseases that you get from just going around and being around enemies. But um, vampirism, there's a couple of, there's, uh, vampirism is considered a disease. Uh, Porphyric hemophilia and sanguinous vampiris. Uh, those are considered diseases, and those are a little bit more, uh, they have a little bit more of a lasting effect. Still, if you get it cured within a day, you're, you're good. Unless you want to be a vampire, which I've spent plenty of time as a vampire in Oblivion and Morrowind. Not Morrowind, but uh, Skyrim. You can become a vampire in Marwind, but I have not. I've fought them, but I've never actually contracted the disease. And well, we could spend an entire, in fact we probably will, I probably will do an entire episode on vampirism at some point. One of my favorite lore books in the series is called Immortal Blood. It's a novel 
about a guy who goes to all the different, he's being sent to all the different uh, provinces in Tamriel to <clears throat> figure out what the different strains of vampirism are in each province and what the characteristics are. But um, as far as other diseases go, um, if you've played Morrowind, I'm sure you've heard of Corpus. And Corpus plays a major part in the main story of, of Morrowind. It's actually one of the signs of the Nerevarine is that he or she contracts Corpus and actually survives it. And um, another thing about Corpus is it you actually get to meet the last known Dwemer, which that's a big mystery in the uh, lore of Tamriel is what happened to the Dwemer. Nobody knows for sure, and I doubt they'll ever give us a definitive answer. But you do get to meet the last known Dwemer and he has corpus so i'm not going to get into major spoilers as far as marwin goes but that is one sorry if you can hear my dog running laps around the apartment uh, another big disease that threatened the tamriel during the second era and uh or it was thought to have been stamped out in the second era but you actually find that it is still around in the third era is the crimson plague it's a common disease it's a dangerous common disease that spreads easily and acts quickly and the symptoms include weakness headaches and headaches and the infection can result in mutinous and like i said it was thought to have been stamped out in the second era but in the gameplay of morrowind you actually go to old mournhold and encounter somebody who has the Crimson Plague who um, yep, you uh, destroy a like in the process <clears throat> another big one that you've probably heard of is the Thracian Plague and the Thracian Plague was or is I guess something that was created by the Slowed and if you don't know what a slowed is, you do encounter some um, in Elder Scrolls Online. They're a right in. <coughs> excuse me. You encounter them in Morrowind also. They are a race of giant slug like people, and <laughs> they are the bane of a lot of people's existence. But they, you know, one of the big things that they did was create the Thracian Plague. And it was first known, or it, it was first discovered in the first era, late in the first era. And it was uh, thought to have happened right after the uh, dragon break that sent Alduin to the fourth era. For those of you who have played Skyrim, uh, that happening was a major dragon break and dragon breaks are something that I can get into in another episode um, if you want more information about dragon breaks and a lot of the deep dives as far as 
Elder Scrolls War goes, check out a show called Written in Uncertainty done by Aramithius. He takes these really deep questions and researches them in the actual in-game texts of the Elder Scrolls. Great, great show. Check it out if you want more of a deep dive. But um, that's kind of the... That that was that event in particular is a dragon break, and perhaps uh, half of Tamriel uh, perished in during the Thrasian plague, and it was res- the name came from the Coral Kingdom of Thras, and eventually everybody's like, all right, screw this. So the All Flags Navy banded together and invaded Thras to try and stop this plague. And there may be accounts here and there of the Thrasian plague still happening, but as far as we know, it's not nearly as much of a threat as it used to be. The biggest one, the biggest disease that I have come up that I've heard of is known as the cat and flu and I think I'm pronouncing that right I'm not 100% sure it's spelled K-N-A-H-A-T-E-N the cat and flu and this is a big one this has actually wiped out an entire race you know all but if all but if not and the cat and flu began in the second era 560 in Stormhold and quickly spread to every corner of Black Marsh, killing pretty much all infected non-Argonians. Now, if you've played the games, which if you've if you're listening to this show, I'm sure you have, you know that Argonians, one of their abilities in the games is immunity to diseases, which is probably the only reason why they weren't wiped out also. And there was no, there's no definitive death toll of the disease, but it completely destroyed the non-Argonian population of Black Marsh, mainly the Kothringi, which is a race of silver-skinned humans. And yeah, it was, it was terrible. The assassination of put the the. Dissolution of the Second Empire took place following the assassination of Potentate Sovereign Chork. And Cyrodiil lost his grip over most of the province, and once the flu struck, the Empire lost any hope of controlling Black Marsh. And the Cat and Flu indirectly was one of the main causes of the Three Banners War, which could be a whole other podcast. It destroyed the royal family of Wayrest, which is yeah, it's a city in Black Marsh. And it brought King Emmerich to the throne, which if you've played Elder Scrolls Online, you know who King Emmerich is. And he forged the Daggerfall Covenant. There you go. The crisis... It was also a crisis in Elsewhere, which Elsewhere and Black Marsh are pretty close as far as distance. It motivated the Khajiit into 
joining the old Mary Dominion, which that was one thing that if you see it on paper, you're like, why would the Altmer want to deal with the Khajiit? But there you go. And out of respect and gratitude for the elves who rendered aid during the worst years of the flu, they are like, okay, hey, can we join up with you guys? Thank you. And it provided the Argonians with enough independence to join the Ebonheart pack. Because if you've played through Morrowind, you know that Khajiit and Argonians are mostly considered slaves by the Dunmer. That's something about the Dunmer I never really agreed with, but everything else, I really like the Dunmer. But yeah, it motivated a lot of changes to enforce higher standards in food quality and safety. For instance, it made the Somerset Navy rethink their regulations regarding their rations. And early symptoms of the cat and flu include general uh, loss of appetite and fatigue, but it followed shortly by aching muscles, sharp pain in the shoulders, chills, and watery eyes. Late stage symptoms include racking cough, high fever, blood flowing out of the nose, eyes, and eventually the mouth. And the skin developed a red granular rash, which didn't itch, but it spread all over the body. And death usually happens after three days of being infected, which that is insane how quickly it kills you. There were some victims that were able to survive up for a week, but still three days to a week, that's not a lot of time. But the worst symptom, the worst of the symptoms could be alleviated by a sorghum tea or in chicken broth. And there was a lot of search for a cure and it was impeded by questionable alleged treatments. For instance, a red guard named Perizada supposedly saved an entire village with a potion made from boiling clan fear claws and salt water, but she eventually got the disease and died herself. So who knows if that was actually accurate. And like I said, the biggest victims of the plague or the flu the cat and flu it did engulf most of Tamriel but the biggest victims were in Black Marsh where it started and it destroyed tons of cities, religions even entire cultures but the biggest victims like I said were the Kothringi and some Kothringi did manage to survive the flu and however sources have since said that there probably aren't and there are other races that have been wiped out I can do another podcast on that such as the Malmer and the Aliads lots of races that are no longer around but one thing I love about Elder Scrolls Online is that you get to see a lot of these if you go to Black Marsh, you actually do get to see a village of Kothringi. In the Aldmeri storyline, early on, you're in Canarthi's Roost and elsewhere, and you have to fight against the Maurmer or the Sea Elves. There 
are instances where you can see aliens in the Elder Scrolls Online. I have yet to see one. I would love to see one because you hear a lot about them in particularly Oblivion. You do hear a little bit about them in Morrowind and Skyrim. But in Oblivion, you're constantly going through alien ruins. So hopefully you guys are all keeping safe. And let me know what you would like to see about the next episode. Like what you would like for me to go through. And um, other news. um, Nintendo has been taking a break. We'll probably take another week off. Uh, Rum Runners, Durka's podcast that he does on Atlas, they've been taking a break. He's still playing a little bit here and there, but if you listen to our last episode of Nintendo, you kind of heard what his breaking point was with Atlas. I kept warning him not to overload himself, but in all fairness, it wasn't entirely his fault. He had some mutinous children <laughs> in his in his crew anyway um the other show on the communicast network the uh, anything goes podcast is on a hiatus at the moment Uh, there are he does taylor does have an episode coming out on april 4th but that'll be the last for a little while so that show talks about as the name suggests anything movies music video games just general stuff in the news so um, check out our discord i will post a link in the show notes where you can come chat with all of us on the communicast network you can chat with people who've been on nintendo like the nintendads they're on there quite a bit um like I said, I'll post a link in the show notes. If you would like to find me on social media personally, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at iangold08. You can find the show's Twitter at tamrielicp. You can find the show's Instagram at Tamrielic Adventures Podcast. And like I said, um, just let me know what you would like to see on the show just uh reach out tell a friend tell a tell a family member just tell everybody you can if you'd like this show help it grow as far as i know we're still not on apple podcast hopefully that'll be soon and we can get some reviews in just uh the best way to support us right now is by sharing the word uh, right now we are on anchor platform as well as spotify Spotify is the best place to find the show right now. And hopefully more platforms are to come. So as always, stay safe, adventurers. And if you would like to also, if you would like to find me in Elder Scrolls Online, I play a little bit each day. My handle is E-E-G-O-L-D-E-E-Gold, and hope to see you out there, and as always, stay safe, adventurers.